have neither the time, the training, nor the inclination for strategic thought. Let's play second, play second. The, um, you know the wicker man yeah um yeah it's like the first time i saw it it's uh a horror uh folk like musical Whoa. like movie from the 70s it's super bizarre yeah, I watched that through uh, Oscar's window while he was watching it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That sounds cool. I want to watch that. Yeah, it's very, it's it's bizarre. There's a lot of music in there. Um, it's it's really funny. It has like Monty Python vibes. Yeah, I've only actually ever seen the Nick Cage version where he's just screaming like a lunatic for an hour and a half oh there's a nick cage version yeah you never seen the the bees no. i think not the goddamn i don't want to scream he's in, in the house but he screams not the goddamn bees it's good <laughs> look it up online it's excellent all right i need i've been cool. fiending for more nick cage in my life lately you have you've been talking about that recently yeah i don't so, think this is doing anything is it because right. Vinny said that's the type of actor you are is a nick cage level no, he didn't. But for that regard, is you you'd actually if you could get a Nick Cage angle, you could be good at that. It's like Wait, this. What, what is his angle? Well, he purposely goes as over the top as like it's literally it's a true his acting style is a these big abrasive over the top zaniness to him, and it's it's just it works for his acting method. He's so like, you, I've heard him called like the worst best actor. That's probably a fair, but like you watch him, you're like sometimes depends on the movie, but like it can work for him. I, I think he's a good actor. I don't think yeah, he's, like, he's, he's bad. One, he's one best actor. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a good actor. All right. Well, yeah. I'll well. try. Anyway, let's get started, guys. Let's get started. I like start. how you're on your best behavior right fucking now. This is not how you fucking do any other podcast we've ever done before, but because of our who our guest is today, you're. I being, love it. Yeah, <laughs> Great. we might need to make you be on every podcast. He never behaves like this. <laughs> I did. I made some. I made some demands. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. All right. Let's go. Let's let's, re- let's reveal this little thing, little tidbit. Let's get our, our viewers and listeners behind the scenes thing. Andrew texted us yesterday. So, guys, I think we should all prepare questions ahead of time for each of our guests. That way we can all be more inclusive in the discussion during this time. You know, Frankie said it'd be a good idea. Despite that, I have been mentioning this for fucking months. Since we started doing this, I said, hey, maybe we should prepare what we're going to say. And Andrew goes, nah, nah, I don't want to do that. I think it's better when we just don't. Let me do a better answer. I don't want to do that. I, well, I, listen, man. Why don't you take the initiative for once and, and get it going and start it? it gives I do start like, the podcast all like, the time. No, I'm not saying the podcast. I'm saying, like, the questions going back and forth. And, and by the way, you were the only one who didn't send in any questions. Well, yeah. So, I, I saw your guys' questions. I'll ask my own. Yeah. Like, oh, we, well, we want to see yours. <laughs> we have we have prepared questions in the past so our one time anyway. like we, we have yeah in the this past we not about us stuff. 
This yeah. is about this beautiful, angelic woman. He it's, says that about all of our guests. Yeah. Even the male so, ones. Yeah. So I was thinking about, um, well, so I can't take credit for uh, all these questions because uh, Eva, Eva sort of helped brainstorm uh, with me. Even the ice one? The, the ice one? Yeah. Oh, well, well, we'll, we'll get to that. There's a few uh, um, icebreaker questions, pretty much, uh, they have thrown in there. Um, and the first one was, uh, which Spice Girl do you identify with? Are we right. starting? We're starting right now? No, we're not starting right now. Again, this okay. is the problem. We don't fucking have yeah, a we gotta, to we gotta say. Okay, first of all. So first off, welcome to the Knowledge Daddies podcast, everybody. <laughs> My name's Sean. Joining with me, as always, is... Oscar. And <laughs> Andrew. With our guest, with a very special guest today. Oh, um, um how how did how should I introduce myself? Lord. <laughs> Munglor um, uh, well, I'll Fra- Francesca Maglione as your Fran- Francesca Maglione. If you want the full, the full thing, but but you guys can call me Frankie. Nice. Or, or the, you guys are my friends, so my yes. friends call me Frankie. Yay! Yay! And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the this is the level of professionalism uh that uh that we have uh for the 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 podcast um uh so yeah we're we're here with frankie and she's studying um oncology uh, she's studying to be a dietitian uh for cancer patients no shut up oscar (laughs) all right andrew i I can't explain you you go you go ahead because Frankie is an oncology dietitian. Uh, she's also studying to get her master's uh, in related what 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 the field? Public health. Public health. And yes, she, how long have you been doing it? Five years. Good. That's nice. Yeah. Now, Frankie, um, you're. I really like from when we started dating. I I've always respected the fact that you have the profession you do because it seems like such a difficult profession and such a giving profession. And, and um, I want to get to the bottom of that. And also that's not, uh, that's not true. After your first day, you said to me, he's like, yeah, she does this really dumb job. I don't even know what it is. Uh, he's like, I think this is so stupid. He said that to me, I've, I've written down my j- dream journal. Yeah. I said you force feed uh, cancer patients like geese for foie gras processing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I guess yeah. What's in what's in your diary about that night, Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> Mine was what is an onco- oncology dietitian, and I actually had to Google that because first of all, I'm well, no, you should be able to put the two and two together. That's a pretty well. I forgot what an oncologist is. A lot of people don't know what a dietitian is, so is that's that fair. Studying the Egyptian symbol of the onk. Yeah, you're on the money. Yeah, on the money. Okay, yeah. all right. Let's let's get let's get a little serious for a second because it is actually a really important and interesting profession that you're into. So, 
you might don't mind telling our 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 viewers our our viewer i'm not gonna say viewers our viewer uh what does an uh, oncologist dietitian do and the general perception behind it please and thank you thank you for that thank lovely you. question sean that i know i'm sorry he's always charged with anger they, they do this now i'm so calm it's okay right? you're you're good um <laughs> all right so what i do is um all right so dietitian is basically we provide medical nutrition therapy to patients um so just like you would maybe see like a physical therapist for like a physical problem you'd see a dietitian for a nutrition problem so in my case, the patients that I'm seeing have cancer. So I'm helping them manage their symptoms from their chemotherapy or radiation or bone marrow transplant. Um, or sometimes we're managing other conditions that they have that are like interfering with their chemo. So hypertension, diabetes, um, kidney disease, food allergies, um, like feeding disorders, that kind of stuff. Mm. Mm. How did you, first of all, get into nutrition and second of all, focus in on oncology? That's, that's a good question. All right. So, so I wanted to be a nurse because I think I, I really liked science. I wanted to help people. Um, but I also at the time was working in food service and I was working at McDonald's. Um, and even though McDonald's was a really shitty job, I kind of was like, I love working in food service. And I was always like, oh, when I'm a nurse, I have to like stop working in food service. That's going to suck. And then I took a nutrition class because you have to take like a basic nutrition class as a nursing student. And it was taught by a clinical dietitian. And I was like, oh, I did not even know that was a job. Just like you guys were like, what the hell is that? I also was like, what the hell is that? And I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. And I was like, oh, food and helping people in science, like when, when I'm in and basically like just switched programs, like dropped out of the nursing program, took a semester off and went back for, to be a dietitian. Um, and then as far as getting into oncology, I was always really interested in nutrition support, which is like people who have tube feedings, like, uh, tubes going to their stomach for nutrition or like food goes through an IV. Wait, yeah. You gotta, you gotta explain too. Yeah. Food. I think we need to break, can you break this down a little bit more? Because I think when most people hear like nutritionists, they're thinking, oh, somebody who tells me to eat more vegetables and stuff, as opposed to the more, you know, uh, what's what I'm looking for here? I guess, cl I guess clinical. Well, clinical. Level, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. So, so. Tube feeding, I always say like, I say everyone had a tube feeding at one point and we all have like a tube feeding scar or belly buttons. Um, so that was like the OG tube feed, right? Um, so some people who can't swallow anymore or something like they have their stomach removed, they can't eat by mouth anymore. Uh, it's called PO intake. And so they will surgically place a tube that directly goes into the stomach. Boom, that's your new esophagus and you just put food like liquefied food formula through that so you get nutrition you know what my og tube feed name was what tube puck oh that's so good <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah yeah and i have um i have a little bit of experience with uh i guess they call it like a g-tube right yeah yeah exactly uh, um because my my brother uh he has issues with his esophagus so he actually has a g-tube yeah. So, um, and I, I guess I, yeah. And we like give them, uh, I guess, Nutra fiber or those little, uh, Nutri liquid 
Neutron 1.0. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I was wondering, um, I guess for, uh, I guess, cancer patients who uh, get to that point, I guess, or what, like, what type of, like, how does the, the cancer part relate to the, the G tube part? I guess, like, like, I know, uh, maybe if like, they don't eat, they have to get a G tube at some point or. Yeah. So that actually, and I was telling Andrew about this recently and he didn't want to hear about it because he said it was sad, but um, typically like children, so I take care of children and adults. So children will usually need it for that reason, just cause like they're kids, it's hard for them to eat already. And so like to understand, like you have to push yourself to eat when it's hard is a lot for them. So it's a lot easier for them to just have a G tube for adults. Um, it's not often that they'll get to that point where it's just like, mm, I just can't eat. So I need a feeding tube. Usually there's like a clinical reason, like someone can't swallow or they don't have a stomach. Yeah, because my fa- my father had cancer uh, for a bit, and um, he um, his diet he had like no appetite. Uh, it was that from the radiation or chemotherapy. I guess it kills the yeah, appetite. It, yeah, it could be from both. From both, yeah, and yeah, they they said it's like yeah, if you don't eat, we'll have to uh, do the G tube thing. And he was like, no, I'm not doing that. So they um you know, so it got him to eat. Uh, but uh, are there other ways you could sort of uh, get people like get people to eat or encourage people to have a healthy diet, people that are getting cancer treatment? Yeah, definitely. But it's so it's how old is your brother? Um, my older brother is four years older than I am. So he's four years older than I am. And so he has the G tube. He has a G tube, but um, yeah, for yeah for other reasons when he was uh, younger. So I, yeah, um, how putting that in and doing yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I've done but, a little bit of. So it's interesting how like in that situation, like some people will see that and go, "Oh, this is just a part. This is just how I get my food, so I can live and do the things." that I want to do or like have my life. But then when you put it in a different perspective in like the perspective of cancer, a lot of people see it as like, oh, this is a failure or this is something as like a last resort. And it's really not that because like you said for your brother, it's, it's not like a last resort. That's just how he eats. Um, but then for your dad, how it's like that completely different mindset. Yeah, I would depress the shit out of me if I had to not eat delicious things. It's hard, but I mean... It's better than better than dying alternative. And you can put fun stuff in the tube. I had one guy who would always put like he would puree ribs and put ribs. And I and I would always be like, how the hell is that not getting clogged? But he would puree ribs and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) You could be like like a super kind of like mush, or could it be in theory like a little it should be it should be like liquefied. Oh, or you could put if you put alcohol through the tube, you get drunk real fast. Oh, I try that. (laughs) Put edibles. 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 (laughs) LSD. LSD. (laughs) Monkey seed. Yeah. Mushrooms. Be careful about what liquids you have laying around. Yeah. (laughs) So so oh yeah, you go. I'm a quick drama girl. You get you guys. Yeah, we know you talk over us all the time. I didn't talk, he talked over me. Okay. I got there quicker and that's not my fault that i that I have that's better. true you, 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 you had the lead you had the millisecond lead i'll give you that one 
I'll be, right, I'll be done. Than you. I'm sorry, you, my you tongue is more. hearing your voice. You may have been a high school athlete, but my tongue is quicker than your tongue. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. But I also did. Why are you dating a... Andrew? <laughs> Get into the real questions now. Yeah, well, this is this is this is this is what we're really talking about. What what is it? all right? We, we yeah we we can bounce around a little bit. Let's uh, lighten this up from the you know cancer, not be able to taste food, all that. I all can right. tell you guys a funny story. Yes, please. To make it less serious, okay. So I have to ask my because I was like, oh, this is gonna be so sad. I need to prepare funny stories. So. um even though I don't think it's sad, I think there's a lot so, of other sad things you can, there's a lot of other sad things that happen in life and people are very hopeful and inspiring and badass. So that's what I have to say about my patients. Um, but I have to ask people about what they eat. So I do like diet recalls. So it's kind of like I'm a food detective and it's really hard sometimes because people don't realize that like, I can't see what's in their house. So a lot of the times when I'm like, what do you have for lunch? They'll be like, whatever's in the house. And I'm just like, okay, come on. Like what's in your house. So like, that's some, that's like more typical, but there's this one time I had this elderly gentleman and I was going through the diet recall and I was like, all right, like, what do you have for dinner? And then I said, all right, what do you, any, uh, what do you have after dinner? And he's like, sex. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like his wife and the daughter in the room. They're like, "Dad!" Oh my god, yeah. it was so good. It made my day. <laughs> That's a very dad response. Yeah, he was like in his late eighties. Your so... mama's butt cheeks. I was like, you were definitely not having sex after dinner. I mean, he is. I don't know. Maybe he refers to napping as sex. I, I, I took a nap this weekend during the Masters, and I'm like, this is pretty good. And by the masters, do you mean your marathon uh, jerk off session? See, why do you have to take it to that level? See, mine was kind of, oh, I'm lazy. And then you have to make it this weird sexual dynamic to everything. It's just because masters sounds like masturbate. It's a golf term. Most people know what that is. Freak. I mean, I was thinking what you were thinking. Oh, <laughs> I don't know anything about golf. Uh, well, just golf. Or anyway. sex. Lots of people watch golf. It's very popular. <laughs> One of the people who watch masturbation sessions. No, I'm saying you had a marathon masturbation session. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. It's just you didn't need to say that. I didn't need to, but <laughs> you know, I had I a marathon to. session editing your fucking sloppy work on the table edit. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, all right, I have one. Um, you can ask real questions. So. So what type of uh, like what type of nutrition like do cancer patients need like in particular? In other words, like like what 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 does the treatment cancer treatment uh, you know deplete them of that they need? Um, I'll leave this to you. You want to take this one? Oh uh, no, you got this. <laughs> uh, mainly, they need they need extra protein because their body is doing a lot of work. Um, like, so the can the cancer treatment typically kills cancer cells, but there are some casualties. So sometimes the other healthy cells get damaged and they need to like, so they're like, um, rebuilding faster than normal because they're being damaged. And so all of that's basically made out of protein. So their protein needs go up and then they need to stay really hydrated. So like lots of fluids so that, um, like their kidneys stay healthy and functioning. 
Um, cause like their kidneys are excreting, like they're dealing with a lot of extra stress. So all the chemo is a lot of stress on the kidneys. Um, so staying hydrated is really important. Those are like the two main things people always think there's like, people have to do like special supplements or like crazy vegetables and all the stuff. And it's really, it's actually not that complicated during treatment. Um, so, so when it comes to the pureed rib idea is actually a good idea. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. that guy did great. Honestly, he did pretty good. Yeah. Wow. So, past tense, did he die? I, he finished treatment. So, that's the thing is when people finish treatment, I stop seeing them. Um, so, sometimes you find out what happens to them and sometimes you don't. But, Frankie, mm-hmm. this, this is a question I, I had for you is like, what is your strategy for dealing with the fact? that sometimes your patients die like how do you deal with that emotionally and also how did you deal with that in the beginning versus now oh that's a good question okay so (laughs) i i i initially started working in an icu like a surgical trauma icu um so people were like people were fucked up like really badly fucked up and it's like all of a sudden someone went out for a walk, they went to drive. And now all of a sudden they're on right there in the ICU for months, whatever. And so I think going from that type of like tragedy and loss to oncology tragedy and loss is different. And I think it's actually a lot easier to deal with the oncology because people, not every situation is someone has cancer, they're going to die. Right. Um, you also have a lot of time, usually at least more time than getting to a car accident. Um, And so I think that you're meeting people, all different types of people at a time in their life that is something maybe they'll never experience again. They've never experienced before. Um, It's like really hard. And I just feel kind of honored to be able to like be able to support people during such a hard time Um, and just be able to like be a witness for their experience and be a witness for their lives and their stories and you're kind of like their, their keeper, right? Like I'm able to tell stories about these people who may or may not be with us anymore. Um, and they kind of like live on through that, um, which is really cool. And I remember when I first started, I think I would, um, I wasn't able to accept people's um, maybe time that they had. Whereas like, I remember this one old guy, he like knew that he didn't have a lot of time left. And I was so new in the field that I like did not want to stop trying things. And one day he just looked at me in the hospital and he's like, you've done a great job. It's okay. Like, I'm going to go home with my family and I'm going to be okay. And so the next day I just had like extra time after I saw patients and I just went and spent time and I just was like, Hey, what's up? let's just talk. And we talked for an hour and he just told me stories. I stopped trying to talk about nutrition, stopped trying to work on his tube feeding and just let him tell me stories about himself. And that was maybe the most helpful thing I did for him that whole hospital stay. I went home with his family. Um, Beautiful. Thank you. So I think it's a really special, it's an honor, I think. And I, and I think that like, we're all gonna have an end day on our lives Not me, but you guys <laughs> and so it's like you know it's okay it's also okay to laugh and i think sometimes being able to be able to be 
like laughing with your patients and let them feel like they're normal fucking human beings and they could laugh and tell a joke and have a good time. Nothing doesn't have to be so serious and heavy, right? Like it used to be when I first started, it was like very serious and heavy. I have to, I'm here to help you now. So I know now when now I, you're, now you're I'm not going to help you, but I could be laughing here laughing at all these cancer you. patients. Exactly. I uh, could be here to support you and have a good time. You could be like, no, no. I'm like, you have cancer. <laughs> you heard me start to tell that joke. I know we were and thinking the same time. I beat, stole it from I beat you by a millisecond. I beat you by a millisecond. Yeah, I beat you by a millisecond. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's cool. I love talking about wigs. When people start to lose their hair, I'm like, so what kind of wigs are you thinking about? Wait, Who's got the best wig? Wait, wait one second. And you didn't even do the right pitch for the ha ha ha. You didn't even you didn't even go. It wouldn't translate over. It wouldn't translate over over Zoom. What's the best wig you've seen? Um, uh, I am a big fan of the wigs that are attached to a hat. <laughs> are those race? Those aren't uh, uh, culturally appropriate anymore. You know, the <laughs> people are walking around with just a rasta wig. That's, they, 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 they won it at a fair. <laughs> that's, that's how bad our health insurance is in this country. Probably. Oh man. Oh man. A lot of rasta wigs. Yeah, I like I like the ones that though like it'll be like a baseball cap. This one this one younger woman had a really cute baseball cap with like sleek long black hair, and I legit I legit thought it was her hair. That's cool. I really like oh, that. Wow. One. Yeah. yeah, or some people get them like specially made to look like what their hair used to look like, which is a little freaky. And then my one friend, her mom, who was going through chemo, she experimented with like purple wigs, pink wigs. Like she got real funky with it, and so I like that too. Yeah, Medusa had a hat that had a bunch of dead snakes under it. It was actually her cancer wig. Yeah. That's really neat. So is there, like, if someone was going through, like, chemotherapy versus radiation, uh, would that require two different dietary sort of considerations? Sometimes. Some, it depends on the type of cancer and the type of radiation. The type of cancer has the best food. <laughs> Which type of cancer has the best food? What's the best type of cancer to get? What's, What's the, the most best? delicious type of cancer? Whoa. And you can eat one cancer. What would it's not colon cancer, right? You can't really eat. I feel like pancreatic cancer could be a diffuse large B cell lymphoma. Oh, I thought that's okay. I thought it was deli. I think if I had to get Uh, one, I'd get that. You know, statistically speaking, it was that deli linguine bacon, clams, clams, (laughs) and lard. (laughs) Lobster, you fool. Lobster, yeah, yeah, yeah. High class. Well, Uh, I mean, it seems like they all have ribs. You could eat ribs on all the cancers, right? Like if you're getting ribs, you need the protein. Um, yeah, I feel like the the better ones to have is honestly like a like a lymphoma is okay. Like a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, DLB, mm. a large BSL lymphoma. I, I mean, none of them none of, none of them are good to have, but as far as like what you can eat, those like there the other thing is like there's not a ton of research on food specifically in those and they're not obesity related. So, um there's just like less nutrition research in that area. So people with those types of cancers, like what food should I eat? And I'm like, I don't really know. Cause no one's really studying this. I guess. Well, how about so, the broader spread? Just like 
is our does our diet affect you know is if you had a shittier diet you're more likely to worsen cancer or have more mutations or something along those lines or certain types of cancer however interestingly enough um it's not just about like oh bad foods right like mm-hmm. i always use the example that for people who have a history of smoking cigarettes if they take high dose vitamin c supplements they're actually more likely to develop a lung cancer oh yikes and a lot That's... of people take high dose vitamin c supplements because they just think it's healthy yeah joe rogan yeah i do both and he does that a lot yeah, does he? Yeah. However, people who are active current smokers do have higher vitamin C needs, but you just have to be careful with like it's not much higher. But the issues is when we start taking like 500, 2000 plus percent daily value vitamin C. That's why I just chug a thing of orange juice every day. Yeah, you just we don't need that much vitamin C. Mm. Yeah, so what I'm getting <laughs> is uh, 50 cent vitamin C are putting out a track together. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad your jokes don't even land when you're in the room with the person. <laughs> so, so they have I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> so there's this. I guess like there's this whole thing. I guess in the '90s, I just like using like formula to feed babies and versus like natural like breast milk. Uh, I'm going somewhere with this. I swear. Uh, um, so with the new. Nutra fiber, I guess, where they're just like, oh, this is everything you need, and we put it in a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how good, like, is what's the science on that now versus like maybe I guess people say like making smoothies or shakes with like the stuff. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the the deal is that if you're meeting your basic nutrient needs, you're gonna be you're gonna be fine, right? Um, I have a lot of patients who have issues with food insecurity, who don't have um, insurance, who sometimes are homeless. And, you know, for those people, um, it's not a matter of like getting organic kale or not. It's a matter of literally just getting something to eat and having someplace safe to store it. So there's always like different levels of like how healthy things are. But at the end of the day, like the nutrient is solid. It does the job it's meant to do. nowadays though they do have different formulas so they have some things called like real food blends or like liquid hope where they're just like um commercially made pureed foods so if you wanted to like give your brother a pureed food it's a lot of work you have to cook it really well you have to strain it you have to package it right so you could buy that all packaged and then put it through a feeding tube Mm. but super expensive Mm. right now and I think our insurance in this company, in this country, is absolutely disgraceful. And so it's really hard to get. No, in America? Come on. <laughs> now, if you were to fix insurance, what, how would you do it? <laughs> and who would you kill first? Hmm. Who would I kill first? Yeah. I feel like that is counterproductive to get whose life would you save whose life's would i sacrifice in order to save (laughs) other lives yeah what celebrity no one save a million (laughs) what celebrity would you be willing to kill to get insurance for every american citizen um who would i sacrifice who's that one guy Uh, army hammers 
Army Hammer. Yeah, I get rid of that guy. I mean, Army that guy. Marine Screwdriver. People <laughs> thought Army Hammer would be right in the alley. Uh, <laughs> no, Air Force Drill. Air Force Drill. <laughs> yeah. huh. um, Navy so, Ranch. I think Navy we, we need universal health. <laughs> we just need universal health care. Uh, what about galactic health care? Why can't we settle for galactic? Yeah. Um, or solar system. I think Universal is greater. Most people would probably want you know a little bit of healthcare. Any help? They, I'm a, I'm uninsured, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's not right. You're a baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, I turned 26. I'm working on it. Yeah. Degree in public health. Speaking of baby, I I was told that I'm more like Baby Spice. Which Spice Girl do you identify with? I gotta say, I gotta say true. I've always been a sporty spice. I knew you were gonna say sporty. <laughs> nah, I was thinking sporty. You know who I am? I think everyone's baby spice, but I think I need to dive <laughs> deeper. I'm I'm uh ginger spice. No. No. Who am I? You're posh. I'm not I'm posh. Yeah. I'm not scary. No, you're a little pretentious. You're like the manager <laughs> secretly, you know, filming. I'll tell you what I'm on. Sean, who are you? Which Spice uh, Girl are you? I'm probably, I'm probably either Sporty Spice or Scary Spice. I'm not posh. I'm not ginger. No. Whoever has the most attitude, which I think is Scary Spice. Mel B. I wanna, um, I wanna, I wanna. I don't I know. Wanna. I was born in the 90s, so I don't really know the Spice Girls. God damn, <laughs> God damn bro. I'm so sorry. I'll tell you what I want. I know the one song. Really, really want to zig a zig. Ah. <laughs> About Powerpuff Girls. Oh, Powerpuff Girls are back. Which the Powerpuff same. Girl are you? They're all, they're all like the same. No, actually, Bubbles is different. Bubbles um, is Baby Spice. I'm Bubbles. Yeah, you're Bubbles. Yeah. Um, the, I'm the red one. I'm That's Blossom. Yeah. Blossom. I'm, I'd be the bossy one in that group. I'm the monkey. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Mojo Jojo. I am Mojo Jojo. No, you'd be the you'd be the gender uh, con- non-conforming devil. That's oh, the devil! Yeah, the yeah. sexy yeah. cross-dressing devil. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah, you remember the devil who was either transgender or cross-dester, or it just went by know? him. How do you know Powerpuff Girls, but you don't know Spice Girls? That was in the two thousands. Yeah, I think they're a bit. Uh, yeah, a bit. Fair enough. More recent. Things that happened in the 90s, I remember. Things that happened I'm, in the early 2000s. I'm more of a Dexter's Lab guy than Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dexter's Lab's amazing. Same I don't think, Andrew, I don't think you'd be really into like the Flintstones because those were around when you were a kid. <laughs> okay. All right. Because you're old. Right. Uh, I'm like dating an 80-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't hate on his age. So, what's your favorite (laughs) and least favorite ice cream? My what? Your favorite and least favorite ice cream. My least favorite ice cream is my grandma's favorite ice cream, um, butter pecan. It's just, I don't like it. It's okay. Uh I like it okay sometimes. If it's good. There's a lot of like artificial flavoring butter pecan out there. Yeah. And then my favorite is, I'm like a mint chocolate chip. You like mint chocolate yeah, chip? Ron. I mean, I know you like that I one. Like that one, that one. But I she, also she like, likes like the non-dairy 
Ben and Jerry's mint cookie more than the so dairy. Good. I'm like, how can you like the non-dairy why, more? So nah, dairy's like on the way out in general. Nah, it's so much better. I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. yeah, we could we could do an assessment and find out. No, nah, I don't yeah. want. It's one of those things I don't want to find out. Like <laughs> if I am like, but you can't die from it, right? It just gives you the shits. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not good to eat things that your body. You, I mean, the lactose intolerance <laughs> is an easy solution. If you want to eat lactose, you just take lactase. No, nah, I'm not doing that either. I'm not doing an extra step. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding back a joke so hard right now. I know, I know. You yeah. want to say something mean, yeah? No, it's not mean. I can see it in your face. It's not. No, it's it's whatever. I'll t- uh, whatever. I hope I remember later, Don't so I can it. tell you guys. Um, what are your guys' favorite ice creams? My favorite and least favorite ice creams. Okay, here we go. My favorite one. I like Rocky Road. You do? Classic. Good one. Good one. You know, apparently the name Rocky Road makes it taste better. Really? Rocky Road. It's a good name. It's a great name. It is a good name. It's a great ice cream. Yeah. 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 Like people who like eat the same ice cream, but the ones called Rocky Road, the one Rocky Road tastes better. One of my favorite ice creams that I've ever had is Three Twins. There's this brand, Three Twins. I think they stopped making this flavor. It's uh, orange chocolate. But the thing they do so right that almost no one does is they shave the chocolate into really thin ribbons so it melts in your mouth. It doesn't like hard. It's not like frozen chocolate. It melts really quickly. Okay. Huh. I like so that. if you if you are, are a cancer patient, what's the best flavor of ice cream you could eat as a cancer chocolate, patient? Mint chocolate chip. No, probably not mint chocolate chip. I think people go like people go to the classics when they're not feeling well. So like vanilla, um, people. Oh, oh my gosh! For some reason, everyone loves coffee ice cream. That one, I always get a lot of people who eat mm. coffee ice cream. Yeah, but the thing there is, mint is like a refreshing ice cream. And I imagine if you have yeah. cancer, you need to feel refreshed. However, a lot of people have taste changes, so things taste funky. Yeah, that's, oh. that's possible. You know, like the, what the biggest taste change ever's been? Because mm. it's been like I hate chocolate, and then immediately love chocolate after getting cancer. Yeah, that that happens. Really? Yeah, yeah. The biggest, the biggest change I'd say, like the most common thing, is meat. People lose their taste for meat. Meat tastes weird. Something like it tastes like metallic or cardboard. Or or people try try to get people to describe it, and they'll just it just tastes bad. Like it doesn't taste right. Oh wow! Yeah. So what if if you have a a a vegetarian who needs protein, who's or someone who hates meat and has cancer? What sort of thing do you recommend for them? Yeah, we there's, I mean, especially nowadays, there's lots of good stuff. There's lots of vegan and vegetarian protein options. There's a lot of foods that are fortified or like there's high protein versions, which I think a lot of the stuff on the market is more designed for people looking for like high protein for weight loss. But I use them strategically for people who are just looking for higher protein. Like you could get high protein oatmeal. You could get high protein cream cheese, like weird things. Mm-hmm. Keto people and like paleo people. Yeah. But I use them for my peeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should start wrapping this up. Cause I'm yeah, we're at the uh, 40 minute mark. We can, uh... I'm, ex- I'm exhausted, but um, Frankie, I, w- I want to know. I know Oscar had this question. And I think it's an important one. What takeaway do you want like people to know about 
nutrition, your job, people with cancer? What do you, what do you think people need to know? And what about you in general? What do you want people to know about you in general? And well, that's a different question. And I'm we'll calling, it's called a follow-up. Well, we didn't start finish this one. So <laughs> what do we want people to know about nutrition that, um, it's, it's, it's okay to enjoy food. Yeah. Okay. That's number one and enjoy food, love food, stop feeling guilty about eating food. Um, and that, what about, what else were the, what were the other questions about people with cancer? People with cancer are bad ass. Don't feel bad for people with cancer. They want to be treated like human beings. They are human beings. They are doing some kick-ass freaking work to keep themselves healthy, basically save their lives. And um, what about about your job in particular? About my job, it's hard. If you want to come be an oncology dietitian, please come join us. The the national staffing ratios for oncology dietitians is one dietitian for every 2000. It's a little bit over 2000 cancer patients. So, um, there's not a lot of us. Um, and Mm. we also need, uh, this service covered by insurance. So, uh, center for Medicare Medicaid covers nutrition visits for people with diabetes or kidney disease. And people are lobbying right now to get it covered for people with cancer. So that's a huge thing that I think people need to know. If you're a cancer patient or know someone with cancer, get them to see a dietitian if they don't have one because the staffing ratio sucks. So chances are you may not have access to one. That's insane. Because I mean, that population really does need dietitians. Yeah, Yeah. especially with just the rising cancer rates in this country too. When you think about it. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. What was your follow-up, Sean? I said, and what's something you'd like our listeners to know about you personally? As we wrap about me personally, yes, I love hula hooping. (laughs) 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 I like pasta. I like pasta. I like pasta. I I had some really good chicken parm tonight. Oh, I made a really good orange cake tonight with a whole orange in it, the rind and everything. So good. But that's not. I guess that's not about me. I don't know what I want people to know about me. That um, that I don't. uh, I don't know. I love, I, I love my job. I really do. People always ask like, how do you do it? It's so sad, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything else in the world. How you do? It's so sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, it right. seems very rewarding. You want to come be a dietitian with me, Oscar? I think you'd be great. Your baby spice energy could really make people feel comfy. My diet is pretty atrociously terrible. I mean, what? Uh, you uh, think of Ben and Jerry's every night? Yeah, that cigarettes seltzer well seltzer's fine seltzer's okay um <laughs> cigarettes you know you're not eating the cigarettes are you uh <laughs> you said in your diet <laughs> uh, are you eating cigarettes <laughs> not all the time uh, just sometimes. only on the weekends <laughs> yeah. day. all right frankie well do you want people to find you do you want to tell me no nope. okay <laughs> <laughs> Well, catch me if you can. If you have any Frankie related questions, I'll fil- filter them. Maybe one them. day, not today though. Yeah. But yeah. You can message me on my Instagram. And I'm not ready to be found. If say people have <laughs> cancer related or whatever important questions. All right. Well, that's been another episode of Knowledge Daddies. Uh, thank you for having me, guys. This was yeah, fun. Well, thank you for coming. It was very interesting. <laughs> you were a great guest. Thanks. Thank you. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week.
All right. All right. All right.